killing paper napkins The anti lunchism's killing Applebee's They quit using fabric softer They put the fat back in non-fat yogurt Don't get me started on gym memberships Millennials are killing the American dream Hello, hello, and welcome back to Making a Millennial. My name is Lily Medinska, and I'm joined by... Nick Kowalski. <laughs> and this is the podcast where, like our name suggests, we talk about everything that millennials have been accused of killing, whether it be first-time homeownership, beer, or bar soap. The list goes on with everything. <laughs> millennials, who are they? What do they want? A millennial can be defined as anyone born between 1982 and 2000. Or anyone who thinks loving Sriracha, or Austin, Texas, counts as a personality. Millennials crave things like instant gratification, authentic experiences, and for some reason we haven't figured out yet, improv comedy. So Nick, did you hear that millennials have become the burnout generation? No, but I definitely can believe that. <laughs> yeah, so it's this is according to a BuzzFeed article oh, yeah. that was posted back at the beginning of January. Um, and it basically talks about how small, like, day-to-day tasks are, for some reason, harder for our generation. I, I'll admit that there's definitely some things that I can relate to. Like, uh, pretty much it's the one sentence where it's like, it's high effort, lower reward tasks, and they paralyze me. So it's mm, that's so tr- yeah. it's written in the first person. But it's about, like, just doing, like, the simple things that just, like, nag. And, like, they feel like they're, like, such hard tasks. Like, the, the latest one I think that comes to mind is um, my license was due uh, uh-huh. February 1st. <laughs> like, I decided to pay, like, it was, like, I have I have demerits right now because of uh, oh, one, is- <laughs> yeah, one issue gave me demerits. So I still, but it's not many. I have to pay, like, less than 100. Mm-hmm. But um, they, they mail you, like, Ma- MPI, Manitoba Public Insurance, they mail you the letters, like, what, like a month in advance for, like, your like your license fee yeah, or not? Yeah, And you just have to go to, like, the nearest MPI, which is, like, literally five minutes away from my house. And so it's due on February 1st. I get the note maybe in Christmas break. Yeah. I go and pay my license January 31st. <laughs> we literally leave it. Oh, my God, lot. you're such yeah. a millennial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's something that, like, that's the first thing that I relate to there. It's, like, the last day is when yeah. I resort to yeah. paying that, like, <laughs> fee that. I kind of have a similar situation. Like, I've had a, like, clothing order that I'm planning to return, and it's yeah. been sitting on my floor for, like, two months now. Just because, like, I can't bring myself to go and drive to the nearest Canada Post and literally just drop it off. Like, I don't have to do anything. Everything's provided. There's a sticker that you put on the box that's, like, the return uh, mailing address. And for some reason, that just seems like it's going to take so much effort. And I have so much other stuff going on with school and work um, and extracurriculars that for some reason that just keeps getting pushed to the back. And Yeah, it just drags, right? Yeah, exactly. So I kind of, like... You know, normally I don't really agree with like the things that they say millennials are accused of doing, but I think that, you know, maybe we are the burnout generation. Like I think we're so like motivated to do bigger, better things that like stuff that seems like there's no reward for, like we're just not really feeling like we're going to do. Or it's even just general laziness. I like the license thing with me. <laughs> that was like, just you being lazy. It's just, and it's something you don't want to do. Like what, <laughs> what is the reward? You can drive. Like I've been driving the last five years right it's, mm-hmm. it's like i don't know it's but like this article it's written by uh Anne helen peterson mm-hmm. and it's kind of written in first person where she like names like experiences about herself and like it's there's a lot of like me and i in this 
but she even like refers to her friends and this this one is crazy um a friend admitted he's absorbed hundreds of dollars in clothes that don't fit because he couldn't manage to return them. oh my gosh that's me <laughs> hundreds of dollars <laughs> wow see i am a millennial in this yeah place. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, and it's it does suck it's just like I bought mm. these towels too. It's, uh, the only thing I can relate to this here is that I bought these towels um, during right before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I bought them as a Christmas gift, and I didn't read my group chat uh, well because the towels <laughs> had already been bought. This is your family group chat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the towels had already been bought by somebody else, like mm. the exact same mm. ones. So. Uh, Two options went through my mind. One was uh, I go and return these. I like dread myself to go drive to the mall and return these. Or two is I just keep these pink towels for myself. Mm -hmm. But I resorted to pretty much waited like three weeks, waited till after Christmas. And luckily for me, they were due in like the, you know, you can only return things so long. Yeah. Like I almost missed that deadline just because of my like laziness yeah, today. Really like it's, it's towels like <laughs> that's the funny thing is like it's these stupid things that like will actually not take that much time to do like return towels or you know drive a box to the nearest Canada post but it's because like you're constantly like well I could be doing something more productive that's more rewarding and that just completely gets pushed to the back like there's a really good quote in this article it says to adults is to complete your to-do list, but everything goes on the list and the list never ends. And I think that's so true. Like, I oh my gosh, yeah. my to-do list is like two pages long right now. And of course you put like the most important stuff at the top, right? But yeah. I feel like I keep just taking <sighs> that stuff at the bottom and keep moving it to other to-do lists yeah. and it never actually gets done. And I don't know if that's like, I don't think my parents ever had a problem with this. Like they always, you know, got their stuff done and like things got returned on time and whatnot. And I don't know why like our generation well, seems to be different. Could you it know? be like distractions? Like where where is your list? Like is it on paper? Or is it on? Uh, it's actually on paper. I'm pretty old school. Oh, okay. <laughs> that kind of debunks what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say if you put your list on your phone, maybe mm. you just go on your phone right after and then yeah then you get to, but yeah. honestly i do like i can't say that i don't get distracted by oh, social media and honestly i probably spend more time on social media that i could have put towards getting this task done which is you know just kind of ridiculous <laughs> yeah so uh another recent article that i've looked at mm -hmm. we're recording this on uh the 18th so this came out yesterday mm -hmm. it's a star tribune article by allison bowen mm -hmm. and it's more millennials are turning to plastic surgeons to keep them looking young oh yeah interesting and so pretty much it starts off with um a mother who uh after she had her fourth child said she wanted or felt that she wanted a uh, cosmetic work done on her face and she pretty much rationalizes it with, you want to feel good, it's part of my routine, which is mm. getting plastic surgery. But um, survey results showed that uh, in, the, in the last year, 72% of the group's members, so millennials, uh, reported an increase in cosmetic surgery. Mm. So in patients younger than 30, which is millennials. Mm -hmm. So the... The article tries to answer the question, like, why are millennials getting more plastic surgery? And mm. for one is the first uh, I would say topic. social media. It's social media, yeah. yeah. It's all about celebrities and influencers. Absolutely. It's people like Kylie Jenner that yeah. say she gets, like, like, plastic surgery done, like, other people. Which is completely unrealistic because that's, like, millions of dollars that she spent on, you know, looking a certain way. But then you see photos of her, like, younger. You're like, wait, this is a completely different person. But there's no photos of that. Like, all we see is, like, this new Kylie Jenner because you know she 
yeah she's big now right? yeah and, and it makes herself look better it yeah. makes kylie look better right so then other people you obviously want to look better yeah. all the time and like right? a big part of it is like her fan base is really young teenagers too like in high school and stuff that so care about their looks yeah they're so impressionable yeah. and they're gonna care and it's just not achievable because that's not even natural <laughs> i know and it's it's and like the thing about like for if we're keeping to kylie jenner like yeah. she has tons of money right for sure but like what do you like yeah millennials there like the average millennial like they might not yeah, well, you're really not yeah you're not like gonna be like 17 go to your mom and dad and be like i want a nose job maybe you are like you know if if you can afford it that's good on you but i would imagine that most millennials couldn't re really even like they could afford it but they pr it's one thing that you shouldn't be spending the money you have because you probably don't have like a boatload of money right yeah. but people really w are gonna want plastic surgery they want to look like they're yeah. idols right so it is interesting but it's just like but yeah social media definitely like perpetuates it and makes it seem like that's the norm when it's absolutely not the norm at all or like yeah just like having like looking better on like instagram right because you always want to yeah. look like you only post the best photos of you on instagram yeah. you're well, not gonna post <laughs> like a no makeup photo right yeah plus you're using filters you're using like yeah. apps like facetune where like i've tried that before like for fun for research purposes and you can literally <laughs> change like the size of your nose the size of your face you can make your teeth wider. Like, you could do so many things where you look like a completely different person. Yeah, like that. Yeah. We, we watched a video in class the other week mm -hmm. about pretty much that topic, right? Where it's, like, scientists, like, actually, like, look into it. And it's, about, it's more about, like, cameras and everything. But it yeah. also relates to, like, when you take photos and how you can edit them. Which is, yeah. that's, like, fake plastic surgery, I guess. Well, speaking of that, like, any sort of, like, face app or whatever, especially with Snapchat. Yeah. Like, did you hear that in Asia it's become a huge trend to, like, try to make yourself look like a Snapchat filter? Because, like, they obviously, no. yeah, like, they distort your face and make you look prettier because, like, it smooths everything out and, like, makes certain features look smaller and whatnot. But people are bringing those screenshots to their doctors and they're asking them to make them look like that. What? Yeah. Like, 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 like filters. Like, think of, like, the doggy filter, right? Like, minus, like, the ear and the... But, like, the, the nose? The ears and the nose, yeah. It's, like... It you know it makes your like cheek cheekbones look higher. It makes your face look smoother. Um, yeah. Overall, it just makes you look cuter. But like people are actually bringing that to a doctor and thinking that that's achievable. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat actually did like really change the game with those filters. And, it did, yeah. And people still use them a lot. Like they haven't really. I remember when they first came out, and I, the, f the first thing I remember is like, do you remember that one where you open your mouth and the rainbow? Yeah. Came out. Oh yeah. my gosh. That was about and then the, the dog one's a classic too. But yeah. now, if you look, there's like there's like 15 of them. <laughs> there is, like, yeah. yeah. And every day it changes too, right? Yeah. Like like also, it, depending on where you are in the world or whatever. It is like recycle um, them, right? But yeah, it's just like crazy to me that people think that that's achievable. And it's like, yeah. and I think part of it has to do with like. You know when you like look at that and then like you move your face a little bit and like the thing like the filter goes Makes off it, like, your face and bit, you see yeah. what you actually look like in real yeah, life you're like oh yeah. my god I'm hideous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that has to do with it too. It's like people you know are comparing themselves to this literally a filter like on your phone and thinking that you know that's what they need to look cute or whatnot. Yeah, and like there's there's in this article there's doctors mm. uh, quoted and it's pretty much one quote from Dr. Philip Langsden is, we have to be very selective in that age category because some young people can perceive that they need something because mm -hmm. they see a, f a f f photograph of another person on yeah. the internet. I'm sure it's more females too, mm -hmm. like, right? You would assume at least, yeah. Like, I don't really have any intentions of getting plastic surgery yeah. ever. I mean, I think 
my opinion on it is like if it's going to really make you feel better about yourself sure. and you know yeah. like want to go out into the world and be your best self absolutely do it I, you know you're not harming anyone by doing it and it's just helping your self-confidence I think that you have a bit more of responsibility if you're a major influencer who knows that their target audience is you know younger girls just be forthcoming and be like I've had stuff done so that they know that what sh- what you look like isn't yeah. realistic I know people are like there are people that like kind of deny what they've yeah. gotten. It's like, and it's like it's obvious to everyone. Yeah, that's so. that's probably the worst thing. About, yeah, like if you're if you're gonna get it, own it at least. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like it's like a secret, right? Like you you should be able to yeah. pull off. It's right on. Sup, I'm Hammer. Uh, first, I'd like to not thank you for hiring me because I just expect good things to happen to me without working for them. Second, I'd like to give you all a list of my trigger warnings. What's a trigger warning? Actually, brah, asking me what a trigger warning is is one of my triggers, brah. I feel traumatized, brah. And now I'm tweeting about you, brah. And now you're trending, brah. And now your life is ruined, brah. And now you're fired, brah. A topic from Business Insider titled Psychologically Scarred. Millennials are killing countless industries from napkins to Applebee's. <laughs> and here are some of the businesses that apparently we like the least. So we talked last time about beer and how millennials are choosing to go with other drinks for whatever reasons. Um, the first thing that pops up is casual dining chains. So this is, if you're in the States, like Buffalo Wild Wings or Applebee's. Um, really? Basically fast food places or even like quickly. Like chain restaurants. Yeah, like chain restaurants like too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically what it talks about is Applebee's announced that it was closing 135 restaurants um, basically because of loss of revenue. And for some reason, millennials are the ones that are being blamed for killing um, the chain. Uh, and that's because Applebee's, the yeah. article says millennial consumers are more attracted than their elders to cooking at home or ordering delivery from restaurants, yeah. like we talked about last time, um, and eating quickly in fast, casual, quick-serve restaurants. Well, so, Applebee's would have to get like a survey, right? Like of like their customers. Like you think they would? Yeah. So this is this comes from uh, this is from Buffalo Wild Wings CEO. So yeah, I think Applebee's and Buffalo Wild Wings are the ones that are being mostly affected. And I'll be honest, I think it's true. Yeah. Well, we don't have Buffalo Wild Wings here in Canada, yeah. but, but like I, something. But we do have I, Applebee's. Yeah, I I love Buffalo Wild Wings. If I yeah. go to the states, if oh, it's, I'm a huge wing guy, so if I go to the states, like they're they're That's that they're that good. Yeah. yeah. There's one in Grand Forks, which is just two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, south of where we live and that's that's almost a must go whenever yeah. i'm in <laughs> forks i love that place but yeah i definitely could see it it goes back to the delivery and everything like it's the easiness because again yeah. like we're the burnout generation we have so much on the go like eating is the last thing we're worried about you know yeah um so i think that yeah for sure it's true i can definitely attest to the fact that like if I go out to eat, it's probably going to be quick. Hopefully, like a healthier alternative, like Freshie or Subway or something. Um, or, you know, I'll pick if I'm going to sit down and eat, I'm a little bit more deliberate about it. And like, I like to choose um, like local restaurants, stuff like that, that I know I'm at least supporting the lo- local economy. Yeah, um, for sure. That's at least, that's kind of my stance on it. So, yeah, I think the last time I've been in Applebee's was like 2015. I went. <laughs> Not going to lie. Yeah, I don't want to like <laughs> rip Applebee's, but I went there in the summer last time or mm-hmm. last time because uh, you know they have like and the thing about Applebee's in Canada, like where we are, mm-hmm. and the difference in but with Applebee's in the states is that 
the states have way better like selections and like oh is it different yeah it's different there because i think the don't quote me on this but the limit for an alcoholic beverage here i think you can give like i think it's like 250 for a shot i think that's the lowest Mm. you can go legally Mm. something like it's two or 250 yeah but you know they always had those monthly um drink deals like Mm -hmm. they had like the margarita thing but they would do two dollar margaritas and they would put um, but it'd be 0.75 ounces, so it won't be a full like ounce of like liquor mm-hmm. for the margarita, like the tequila, I guess. And uh, Applebee's in the states, I'm pretty sure they do one dollar, and it'd be an ounce. Yeah. it's different there. I guess it's different though too, because like their exchange rate yeah. makes it different, right? Yeah, it's even yeah. cheaper for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, <laughs> I went for the margaritas there, and like, I, I'm sure if I'm sure one at least somebody listening knows where I'm coming, but they were, <laughs> it was just like. I, I couldn't even like drink them they're that bad like I, yeah. and I'm a big margarita guy so oh really yeah Applebee's <laughs> I learn something every day <laughs> yeah Applebee's was uh well if it's like not really great now but like summer mm-hmm. summer is always good for oh you weren't like planning str- to get a margarita after this <laughs> no no <laughs> it's, it's at 9 30 a.m yeah, it's fyi what, it's what, minus 25 today so it's not bad outside yeah. but um yeah like Applebee's uh it's if I'm gonna go to a cookie cookie cutter restaurant, which mm-hmm. I, I still do, like I don't think I really fit in too much with this topic, mm-hmm. but like I guess like a good comparison in Canada would be Boston Pizza. I would imagine yeah. like that's like that's really, in the states too. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. it's mainly in Canada, right? Like I'd say Applebee's is more popular in yeah. Canada or in, uh, in the states, but Boston Pizza, I think I think they do fine. Like if you go there on like the weekend, it's, yeah, oh, you're it's usually, busy. You're usually yeah. waiting. I think if anything, like the restaurants that are suffering are the ones that aren't really catering to millennials. Like they're not rolling out healthier options. They're not rolling out, you know, delivery services or not teaming up with delivery services. I think that's kind of like what's affecting them is like you got to change with the times and, you know, know who your target audience is. And now it's millennials because, I mean, we're on the younger side of the spectrum. Like I am 24, you're 21. Yeah, I'm 21. Yeah. So, like, we're on, definitely on the younger side, but there are millennials that are young parents that, you know, might be picking Boston Pizza, for example, over Applebee's because, you know, it's what the other parents are doing or whatnot or is easier. So I think definitely the onus is on the company as well to kind of keep up with the times and, like, know who your demographic is yeah. and who you're trying to reach. Cause I feel like BP marks itself better, too. Like the, it's like, Yeah, it's, it's definitely like, more of, like, like, the sports yeah, bar. Yeah, it's, like, sportsy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Al- what's Applebee's identity? I, I honestly like, thought, like, <laughs> I mean, anytime I've gone to Applebee's, it's been, like, with my parents as a it's kid, family, right? Like, yeah. it's, like, family. But, like, now the families are changing because they're going from, you know, the baby boomers or Generation X to millennials, and we're yeah. different. Um, I think I think they closed a lot earlier too. Like, yeah, I think they closed like eleven. Yeah, like the one here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I live pretty close to one actually. So, mm-hmm. but um, like, yeah, wanted to do some research. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really go to them that often. Yeah. What happened? All of a sudden, I feel like I know better than everyone else. That's because anytime someone walks through a cloud of vape smoke, a millennial is born. We're killing the concept of starter homes. So millennials are renting longer and buying less expensive houses later. And I think, and this is just talking to friends that are kind of a bit older than me who are just starting to buy their homes or whatnot. Like people aren't buying homes until like the middle, their middle 30s or 40s because it's just, you know, you're trying to save up money. You're just starting your job and renting is easier. But not even that is the fact that like I have a lot of friends that are like in their late 20s, like 27, 28, 29, 30 that are still living at home, 
which like back in the day like that was yeah. just inconceivable like you move out when you're like 21 or like you're out of college like you're out of there but like you're in a dorm out of college yeah yeah or like you know you get your degree and you're like okay time to move out but like yeah. i think nowadays not that it's just like expensive it's just like parents make it easy for millennials to mm-hmm. want to stay at home because like they want to see them at home i don't know that's definitely like a generation difference um for earlier generations like baby boomers would have been the ones that are like okay like you graduated you're out um, high school though graduated yeah high school, well not right? yeah high school or like college or what whatnot like you're out but there's just not that pressure and i think that we're kind of taking that to our advantage and being yeah. like i mean if i don't have to leave then i have you know free lodging free food yeah pretty much thank you mom and dad <laughs> yeah like my general like friends and whatnot like it's either mm-hmm. like yeah they have some few having an apartment mm-hmm. they it's usually like shared like usually not by themselves like so that's kind of weird and then um most like i fit into this category i just live rent free at home mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty good uh, gig that i got but yeah and then there's some people that live at home and play rent which i like i some of my friend group do that yeah which is I don't think that's a bad alternative. It's kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah, if you live at home, but you just pay your parents' rent. Yeah. Because they are buying you a lot of things, and you are... But you're like, probably paying, like, though. a discounted rate. Like, you're not paying what you would have paid if you not, yeah, left. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can ask them what they Unless make, your parents don't love you, back, and they make you pay $1,200 <laughs> a month. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think it's a little different in Canada, too, because... Or even in, like, maybe not so much Canada, but mm-hmm. Winnipeg, like... Mm-hmm. Who in Winnipeg goes to, like, different schools? Like, say, like, in America, like, colleges. Yeah. Like really, it's really like kind of like you kind of stay here. Yeah, yeah. And you're not gonna dorm anywhere here mm-hmm. if you're from Winnipeg. Like mm-hmm. I know one guy from Dauphin. He, or uh, one of my friends is from Dauphin, mm-hmm. and he which lives, is about like four hours away from Winnipeg. Yeah, FYI. Uh, yeah, it's up north. Yeah, and he lives on campus of University of Manitoba because mm-hmm. he's he's here for school. Yeah. So that's like, if you're from the country, it's kind of like that's the one time you're kind of dorming here. But if like. Like, we're both going to school here and we're both living at home. Because it's really, like, why would... There's really, like, I, like the college we're at, we're downtown. Like, there really isn't even a dorm, like, a, like the cl- stereotypical No, I think you have to, like, find dorm. an apartment or whatever. Yeah, and that gets expensive. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, could, it could be uh, could be easier to do mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. have as much responsibility. But it does yeah. it does. So that one's, up. yeah, it's hard to, like, debunk because I think it depends on where you're living. It's a little bit different where we're from. But, you know, it's definitely a thing in, in the States where a lot of people leave for college and then, you know, you get used to living on your own, so you just move out right away. So, um, no, yeah. Yeah, that's such a it depends Yeah, it's that, one, it, that one's in it depends, so we're going to be undecided on that one for now. One thing's for certain. If millennials don't start eating breakfast, Randy's Donuts is going to have to climb out of a mighty big donut hole. Do you eat a lot of cereal, Nick? Uh... I go through phases. Today I had cereal. I'm in the cereal phase. So. You're in a cereal phase, but there's yeah. times where you don't? I'm weird. Like, I don't know if this is common, but I'll go like two, three straight weeks of cereal. Yeah. Then I'll switch to like bagels or like Okay, toast. okay. It's almost like a So cycle. this kind of applies to you, but basically you could be accused of killing cereal. Me? The great Canadian breakfast. Because my cycles? Huh? <laughs> no, because uh, 40% of millennials survey- surveyed by Mintel said that cereal was an inconvenient breakfast choice because they had to clean up after eating it, New York Times reported. Oh, yeah, I hate, I hate when you oh, have, no. when you have like, the milk left over. Yeah. Like, I know some people drink <laughs> the milk. I'm, oh, I, really? I don't. 
No? Do you? It's good, yeah. You, oh, I don't like doing it. Oh, I my like, gosh. It's, like, sweet. And, like, I mean, depending on the cereal that you have. But. No, yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I don't like cleaning up the cereal. It's always, like... And if you forget it, if the worst thing is when you forget, like, if you have, like, yeah. a little milk left. And you oh, and it, like, dries up? Yeah, and it's, like, it's like a like a rim around, like, a bowl. It's just, <coughs> mm-hmm. uh... <laughs> that's such a first world So, problem. yeah, basically what they're saying is cereal sales dropped 5% from 2009 to 2014. Um, but they stopped falling in 2017. So... I guess maybe people are back on... It's like you. People are on cycles and they're back on their cereal fix. Yeah, I'm currently on one right now. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't eat cereal at all, ever, really. I I do find it inconvenient because you have to sit down, take the time to eat it. It's not the kind of thing that you can take on the go, like a bagel or a muffin or whatnot. Yeah, that's what you eat usually? Yeah, normally normally it's like a bagel or like a granola bar or whatnot, like something I can eat in the car pretty much. Cereal's like if I wake up a couple minutes later, if I'm trying to like get like that extra minute of sleep, cereal is usually like almost my go to because oh, really? Well, it saves you like two, three minutes because you usually have to toast the bagel or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But cereal, you just it's quicker. So that's one time where I'll resort to cereal or like my cycle thing, which I'm currently on. But (laughs) your bagel thing, yeah, yeah. I guess you can't you can't take it to go, eh? And I know they try to do those, or they still do, but like. Like Kellogg's and whatnot, they, they made like those uh like to go cups almost. Yeah. Like where you can like, but where do you get the milk? That's kind of like, yeah. If you're going to go, like, and also eat. you're driving a car. Like what? <laughs> yeah, you can't really eat. Yeah, that'd, that'd be. Yeah, disaster, so I but. think yeah, we're also a little bit uncertain about this one because yeah, I don't eat cereal, but it's more of a convenience thing for me. So I guess I sort of fall into this, but like you, if you're on your kick, you'll, you'll eat it for three weeks straight. But right? like bagels and bread and whatnot, that's probably healthier than cereal, no? Cereal's really sugary. Yeah, I guess it depends on the one that you get. Like you could get like... Majority though. Majority, yeah. Like my choice of cereal is like anything that's going to make my milk chocolate. So chocolate, yeah. <laughs> I'm still I'm still like a seven-year-old kid <laughs> when yeah. it comes to cereal yeah, choices. I definitely had Lucky Charms yeah. this morning. So <laughs> Lucky Charms and like I, I go with mini wheats. That's kind of... I guess it's kind okay. of a mix because yeah. they're really sugary, but then they're it's like straight fiber pretty much was what you're eating. So. Yeah. Peter, you're officially a millennial. Hey, you want to ride in the millennial falcon? Ah, look at that. We found another one. Do you do your own laundry, Nick? I do. You yeah. do? Okay, so I, maybe I, yeah. this, this could be interesting. Yeah. So basically, according to Procter & Gamble, which is head of the um, well-known Downy Softener, Millennials don't even know what the product is for. Product? What's it called? Product and Gamble? Their fabric softener. What's it called? So Procter and Gamble, like, you know, Downy, like, fabric softener? Uh, is that... Okay, so I think you might fall into this. No, I just... I've been shown what to do, and I just just do it because (laughs) it... Takes that extra time. That's how you do laundry. (laughs) All right, well then... (laughs) Well, okay, so it's fabric So, yeah, softener. so it's saying, yeah, so according to Procter & Gamble, who makes Downy fa- Fabric Softener, um, sales of liquid fa- fabric softener fell 15% from 2007 to 2015. But do you have to use that when you're doing laundry, or is it just like an No, extra, you don't. That's the thing. It's, it's like, like that thing? people don't know what it's for. Yeah. It's like, know. it's an extra thing. It's supposed to make your clothes a little bit softer, I have, right? like, those Tide Pods. That's what I do. Yeah. I just throw oh, that's just, like, full detergent. Yeah. That's what I throw. Yeah, like, so this is completely like, different. This I, is like I on do top la- of. I do laundry, but I if you tell me like what if you ask me what I'm doing, like what I do, yeah. I just like I put this thing in there, I put the clothes in there, <laughs> I make sure there's no white clothes. That's what whites took me like an extra like. <laughs> this is weird. I I like telling people that I do my laundry, but mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like kind of like 
ruins everything I save because <laughs> I, I did I did everything but the whites. I, I let okay. my my parents would do the whites. I do the whites now, but mm-hmm. like, I was always scared of bleach. Like, cause yeah. bleach, bleaching your clothes is just the worst. Right? And so, your hands hurts your hands. Too. Yeah, I was always scared of using the bleach, mm-hmm. but I do do my whites now. So uh, I. <laughs> I'm always wow, prou- you've really yeah. upgraded. Yeah. I'm always proud of telling this people that. This is hashtag adulting. <laughs> I'm always, yeah, I'm always proud when I say, yeah. or I can tell people that I do my laundry because I feel like a guy my age mm-hmm. most likely won't do my laundry. So yeah. I, feel, I, I feel proud about yeah, myself. Good for you for even doing laundry however you do it. Yeah, I, well, I, I just yeah. do the basic way. I don't use fabric softener though. Like, yeah. why would you use just to soften yeah, your clothes? So speaking of, yeah, basically it's to soften your clothes. Do you yeah. use it? I don't use it when I do my laundry, but my parents do when they do the laundry. I don't think I've ever used yeah. it. It's like an extra step. I'm like, honestly, like I can't even tell the difference in yeah. my clothes. So um, so speaking of dirty clothes, do you, are you part of a gym? Uh, do you no. pay a gym membership? No, no, I do not. Okay, so I do. So this could go either way. But basically, um, millennials are accused of killing the gym. I can see it, and I, I can guess why. Yeah, and this is according to uh, Megan Smith, the CEO of Fit Reserve, which is like a boutique-style um, gym studio in the States. Yeah, Basically, millennials don't want to be tied down. Yeah, and it's about, it's about like, going to, like, like yoga and stuff Yeah, like going that, right? to, like, sp- spontaneous classes and not getting into, like, a gym routine, which... I don't fit into this at all. Like, I love having a gym membership. I love having a routine and, like, knowing that, like, it's always going to be there. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. And it's kind of up to me how my gym <coughs> workout goes. But I know a lot of my friends, like, they love their spin classes. They love hot yoga or bar class or whatnot. And they like to just be able to book it last minute and go. And I just can't. Yeah, I need to have a, like, in my schedule ahead of time and know like what's up for the week. Yeah. Do you think that's more of a female thing though? Um, I don't know. I can't speak for it. Like what's your experience like? I have one friend that sticks out who's like huge into yoga, but this, really? at, the, at the same Good time he also like work. He's like a gym rat. Like he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's a monster and he mm-hmm. always goes to the gym. I used to go to the gym with him. I went to the gym for like a good, probably two years when I was in high school and then I separated my shoulder. And then after that, I never got back into it. So like I, I used to enjoy going to the gym. It's just the thing that sucks about the gym is that you go there, what, five times a week? Yeah. For maybe, it takes you, give or, give or take, by the time you leave your house, the time you get home, two hours. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Especially so, in the winter time too. So yeah. if you want to like really get into the gym, that's mm-hmm. 10 hours a week, give or take. Yeah, yeah I get like, I go about three times a week, so. Yeah, so like that's uh, minimum five hours yeah, a week. Right? At least, if yeah. If you want to like have like, a decent routine. Mm-hmm. That's a decent amount of time when you think about it. Yeah. If you're like, if you're, if you're doing a 40 hour work week mm-hmm. or millennials, maybe not so much. Yeah, but. I, mine is normally a half hour, but it's like hit. Um, like high intensity interval training. So it's like really fast. Like yeah. I, I'm sweating by the end, but yeah, it's cause I can't like, yeah. I don't know. But the point I'm getting to here is mm-hmm. that if you have, if you suffer like an injury, like what I did, like in its longer mm-hmm. term for like two months, mm-hmm. like by the time you go back to the gym, everything you worked for is gone. Yeah. It just, it's the one thing that just like turns me off from any like type of gym thing. And that's yeah. why I don't do it. Like I still play sports. So that's like, I treat that as like my mm-hmm. gym time. It keeps me like it doesn't keep me like looking like like great, but it keeps me like yeah. from like just totally like losing control of myself, right? So yeah, and I definitely have friends like that too that like prefer sports because like you don't feel like you're working out, right? Yeah, yeah, it's more fun. But do you ever do like any classes? Like, do you ever? No, I've never classes? done that before. No, it's, uh, I have one friend who's like running a class right now. Like, he's actually like mm-hmm. 
It's pretty cool, actually, what he's doing. And I would, I would, I debated going to that, but it's it's one of those things that maybe like when I'm older and you kind of mm-hmm. like really do need to take care of yourself and you're not like playing like sports anymore. So like probably when I graduate, it's I think a gym membership yeah. is something I could definitely look into. I was also when I my membership, I was under 18 and it was at the YMCA, so oh, okay. that was like less than 10 bucks a month. Yeah, so they're so like, I, like I pay forty five bucks yeah. a month for my gym membership. Know, it's like it's insane, and it's literally just like it's a tiny gym. It has like some equipment. It has like a little studio, and like that's it. I'm like, what am I paying this for? But at the same time, like it, it's the fact that it keeps me accountable, and I'm like, I know I'm wasting this money otherwise. So yeah. like, may as well go. I don't know if this fits into being a millennial too, but I'd much rather work out at home. Yeah. Okay. Like I, yeah. I, I sort of kept up with that after post high school. Like just like. Mm-hmm basic i don't really have any equipment so it'd be like basic workouts or like yeah like ab work i think yeah much. that ties back to your point earlier it's like it's about saving time it's about like not having yeah. to you know take an extra two hours of your day just <laughs> to get like a half hour yeah. workout in right because then you're like showering and all that and like that's yeah, yeah like that's two hours of your day too, i think i think it's a big one i think it's kind of yeah. like there's a sense of like it's that's awkward and there's so yeah. much there's so <laughs> much gym etiquette like it's just yeah. like oh really <laughs> well like there's always like those guys that like you can tell they don't know what they're doing and it yeah. makes people mad like where whether it's like like not putting the weights back mm-hmm. properly yeah or, like stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's or, annoying. Like, or, like using machine wrong or using machine too yeah. long. There's so much etiquette. It's always it's always it's like legit experience at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you're working out. Like you have to like like you have to do certain things a certain way and like so strangers won't get mad at you and it's like yeah. and like it's always like, like the gym freaks right like the the hard gym the hard, rats yeah, yeah. Like, the hard <laughs> that just like always get so angry (laughs) so i think with this one again we're conflicted because like it's true in your case and not so much in my case sorry what's what's more millennials are going to so basically they're not going to gyms they're going to like spontaneous Um, classes if i had to gaze like people i'm surrounded Mm -hmm. with i would say it's more gym still really okay yeah but i i think that it's a struggle for people to go to the gym i think it's an overall like for everyone it's a struggle not just millennials like just going to the gym is hard it's a big time commitment yeah i don't know if that's something you can pin on millennials like maybe that the industry of like yoga and spin classes and whatnot maybe that's like the more like yeah up and coming Mm -hmm. but like it's never gonna kill a gym like gyms are always gonna exist (laughs) no matter what it's one of those things that like yeah it's how you mm-hmm. tone your muscles or yeah. how you stay in shape right so it's never it's never gonna go away <laughs> yeah broad city is so funny no broad city is genius no no broad city is everything there it is grossly exaggerating the quality of a just okay tv show peter you're officially a millennial the super bowl just passed a few weeks ago apparently millennials are killing football what? And like you're a big football yeah. fan. I don't get this. Um, yeah. So it says according like to greetings. NFL viewerships, yeah, um, analysts say that, um, yeah, basically viewership has dropped over the last few years, and this is they say this is due to numerous things. So like there's been a lot of prote- protests and stuff oh, yeah. with like the NFL players specifically taking the knee, um, or the games are basically more boring now which I don't watch football at all, so this is going to be on it's you, all, Nick. Yeah. Like, do you think that's true? Uh, n- no, to be honest. <laughs> I think I think the main thing, w- if ratings... I know the ratings were down last year, mm-hmm. but that's when, like, the whole, like... You know who Ray Rice is, right? Like, the fo- he's a... Fo- he's a... Was a pro football player who got yeah. caught on a video pretty much dragging his unconscious... Uh, I think it was fiancé. Oh, fiancé or wife, yeah. So, like... And, th- and then 
the domestic abuse cases, they kept like spiraling. Like it was like one after another. So people definitely. And the whole uh, taking a knee to stuff. Yeah. It was all the same time. So people definitely got turned off because the NFL like it or not, it's more of a mm-hmm. business than it is a game. Like it's just, it's all about. Oh, like, absolutely! Like yeah. just watch the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Look. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All the advertising. All like. Yeah. It's just a show. Right? It's mm-hmm. like it's one of the biggest events in North America. One of the biggest events in the world. Yeah. So, it's definitely like I still. It, it does kind of turn me off too, but it's not going to mm-hmm. turn me off to the extent where I'm not going to watch the games anymore. Yeah. And there's another point here that people are just ditching cable, as a whole. Which yeah, where do you watch th- your games? Uh, I have cable. You I'm still have cable, like yeah. That, yeah. Like I have like a PVR and yeah. HD TV and whatnot, which is like pretty normal, right? Pretty sad. Yeah, like I, I, my, my household also still has cable. I don't really watch it, but like my dad's a big sports guy, so like he's the one that's yeah, you paying for have it. To watch it. Yeah, I'm like a Netflix person. <laughs> it's funny. I have this one friend, or I I I know both the brothers. I'm really close with mm-hmm. them, and. Uh, and they don't have HD TV, so <gasps> I, I always just let them know. Like it's 2019, and they don't have HD TV, oh so it's God. funny. They still have antennas on their TVs. <laughs> no, it's like just like a normal TV, yeah, they have like a little box, and it's mm-hmm. not HD, and it's no PVR. So mm-hmm. I always just like, like I'm a, if if we're like we're watching the game, I'm I'm legit like gonna speak up and be like, yeah. not this guy's house, which is like, that's a millennial thing to yeah. <laughs> be like, I cannot, I have to watch this on HD TV or else, or else, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. I think that's, I think that's a fair. So request. that one, yeah, that one's I think is due to numerous yeah. factors. I don't think millennials can be blamed for that. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't want to get into like the whole like political yeah social yeah. social so, talk about the NFL because I don't know. I think if anything, the whole ditching cable like especially if you're a millennial maybe that's moving out for the first time like not living with your parents like yeah, yeah you might just have netflix Super, right yeah and or then you, re- you, you read your news somewhere or whatever like so you have a gaming console mm-hmm. you can buy like a like nfl pass or something yeah like that, yeah or- so i think it's just the fact that you know people aren't tuning in on cable as much but they're finding other ways to like get their entertainment in yeah, um, and as we've learned, mm-hmm. ratings don't really tell the full story. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like they can be skewed a little bit. So. Depending on who you ask, yeah. Exactly, um, right. So the next topic, I think, a little bit is a little bit more in line for me, and it's basically that millennials are killing department stores. So this is like Macy's and Sears, which yeah, is recently Sears, closed down where we live, um, which my mom is very upset about that, <laughs> but she's not a millennial. Um, and yeah, basically it's talking about how millennials go to stores like H&M and Zara over Macy's and Sears. And I absolutely think that this is true. And I think mostly it has to do with the fact that department stores are so huge and it's impossible to find stuff. Yeah, well, I, I, I actually did a research paper about, about Sears last year. So I kind of... I'm not like an expert, but yeah. I kind of do have a sense of like what's happened with Sears mm-hmm. and why they pretty much had to declare bankruptcy. But it was a and big reason. Are millennials to blame? <laughs> it's yeah, I'd say so because really? a, lo- a big reason is that like places like Amazon are taking over, and right. Amazon's online. A big portion of it's online. So millennials most likely are mm-hmm. ordering stuff online, whereas they're not going to Sears. Yeah. And like an old thing. Because it's easier. It gets delivered to your door. Like you don't have to go spend hours trying to find whatever you're looking for amongst like racks and racks of clothing. Yeah. So that definitely is a factor, which I could definitely see being true. Well, it is true. There's Mm -hmm. no denying it. Another factor is that Sears never developed to, and like a lot of other places like this too are failing, is to have like an online presence. Like Sears is like, it's more for like older people, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it does really work. Like Sears, I know Sears big like their 
their big selling point was their catalogs, like mm-hmm. those big like winter catalogs right. that came out, and like all the kids were like like are weird when I was younger at least. I used to, yeah. yeah it like, was so fun, like bro. flipping through there. Yeah. So that was like their big selling point. Now yeah. that you can just pretty much do that online oh, at yeah. your own convenience, like twelve months a year, yeah. like, three hundred sixty-five days. It's yeah, it's much easier on with places like Amazon, Walmart still. Yeah, where you literally just type yeah. it in your search bar, like there you go, ship it. If you have Amazon Prime, it'll take like two days, yeah. right? And it's at your door. You don't have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah, I think again this kind of goes back to like stores just not keeping up with the times, and it's not yeah. so much millennials to blame. It's the fact that like it's the stores. Yeah, it's the stories. Like you need to know your target market. Like you need to know that these people value their time a lot. Which you know maybe older generations like my mom loves to go and like browse through stuff. I'm not like that at all. Like I kind of know what I want. I order it and like it's there. But like that was like a fun thing for her to do on Saturdays. I would like tag along and like. We would just spend hours, like, just, like, literally browsing, which I don't think is really a thing anymore. No, Unless, like, you're an online. older generation, right? It's, yeah, online. it's online. And, like, now she switched to Amazon, too, because it's more convenient. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's The mall I live, uh, the mall I live closest to, mm-hmm. they, on one corner was Sears. So that shut yeah. down, like, two years ago. On the, on the other corner was Target. Which ah, which is also shut down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and that shut down too. And but it had a very short lifespan. But the thing yeah. about Target, it's it's a place that's like loved <laughs> in America, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like pretty much like a Walmart. But yeah. here it was just like they didn't even like make it like it was it wasn't the same here. It was just like they really yeah. didn't have the deals really. Like the, they didn't have the products either, and that yeah. had to do more so with um, their product distribution. Like it just was not set up properly for them to start operating. Yeah, and they couldn't get products, and you just see empty shelves when you go to Target. Yeah, and so that yeah. lasted like maybe a year, yeah. maybe I can't remember. And mm-hmm. they like the malls like renovated that area completely now, and they put like <laughs> it's funny they put an H and M and as a store mm-hmm. across from it. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's. Uh, Urban Planet, I believe. <laughs> I know it's H and M. I know I can't believe I can't mm-hmm. remember what's across from it. I, I'm gonna guess Urban Planet. Yeah. I'm probably wrong, but it's stores like that that are thriving now. Yeah, and like yeah. There's, there's a Marshall's. And it's funny because like those are still stores that people go into, but they're more specialized. Like H and M is just clothing. Like Sears was like clothing and like homeware and it was everything pretty and much, like yeah. lawnmowers. You know, like it was everything. And I think like looking at that business model, like it's just not really viable because people. It not was like a one-stop maybe, yeah. shop, but people are a little bit more, you know, they want, they'll maybe go to different stores, but like they want to know that they're going to get what they need there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like those yeah. big department stores like that. And they like, are overwhelming and messy. Like the, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they're always like that. Yeah. Like the corner, the corner, the corner mall stores. That's what they, that's, yeah. what, that's where they yeah. always are. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they need so much space. It's a store you walk through to get into the mall. Basically. Yeah. It's yeah. a store you walk through, through to get to where you're actually going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So I think that this is true. Like millennials probably are, I'm going to say this with air quotations, killing these, but it's because they're not yeah, keeping up online. with the times. Yeah. To what go online, yeah. yeah, have like a great, you know, service and quick shipment and all that. And like, yeah, maybe it would have worked. Hey guys, you want to have a smoke break? What? We can't smoke inside. It's not smoking, Peter. It's vaping. Everyone's doing it. Even Darth Vapor. I find your lack of vape disturbing. Now we move on into the topics of um, what we've observed as millennials. So um, this can be like reaching out on Instagram. We've reached out to some people and kind of asked them what they also experience as millennials or like what they're accused of, you know, killing or doing. And a big thing that I have found is avocado toast. (laughs) Yeah. Avocado toast. 
like even if you go on Twitter and you like hashtag millennial, they'll there there will be avocado toast at some point. I did this. It's true. Yeah. And I don't know why we're so um I don't know, tied to avocados, but it's it's come up time and time again. It's like, you know, like, do you want guac with that or whatever? You right? And guac that's like, is a big one too. Guac, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like guac is extra. Yeah. Like, you know, it's 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 become this kind of joke that avocados are like, you know, the vegetable of the millennial. Yeah, if you're if you're close with me too, it's kinda of funny. It's kinda of off <laughs> it's kinda of not really related. But you know that I get I get things mixed up all the time. Like, yeah. like stuff that's a guac and avocado is something I would get mixed up yeah. for. Well it's made of the same thing, right? Yeah, like, but it's yeah, it's different, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it has a whole different name and everything. Yeah. But yeah, that's funny. I when you said the avocado thing, the first thing that popped into mm-hmm. my mind Hold was, my avocado. <laughs> yeah. Hold, yeah. Yeah. There there was this time article. Time magazine. It was an infamous article mm. from 2017, where they declared that "Hold my avocado" is the viral catchphrase that millennials are looking for. Honestly, I don't hear so, anyone use that. Oh, it's, it, yeah, it was a joke. Like yeah. people don't like it. It got it went viral, but the only like the the article went viral because people just made fun of it. Like who? Like no one's saying "Hold my avocado." Hold, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a play on "Hold no. my beer," right? Yeah, and yeah. "Hold my beer" is still a common thing. Like we're like "Hold my earrings, girl." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but "Hold my avocado" like that. That's just like almost. Like I, it's not offensive, but it's almost like a slap in the face to millennials, where it's like, yeah, here's this new thing, and yeah. this is what you should say about it because this is your era, and you should be. Yeah, like, and I think avocado. it goes also goes back to like Instagram and like people taking photos of their avocado toast. Like you've probably seen this, right? Yeah. Like because it, it looks nice, and you're like, yeah, like look at my breakfast that I made. That is literally just like you know smeared avocado spread, yeah. on toast. But it's become this millennial thing because everyone caught on to that. Yeah. And like everyone would do it for a time. And like now, honestly, like I don't even eat avocado toast anymore because I'm just like sick of it because I definitely was part of this um, kind of movement with avocados where I like ate avocados all the time because it's what everyone did and it was healthy and whatnot. They don't really have a taste. They don't know. You really got to season it, put some eggs on top of yeah. it, some tomatoes. Like you have to make it a whole thing. But yeah, it's it's become this kind of joke i don't know well, joke that my, avo- yeah everything avocado related to joke it's, yeah. yeah it's like it's the whole like you know guac is extra that whole thing and that's for some reason like that's that's tied to millennials and yeah i think it's the whole social media movement and that that we yeah. we've, we've honestly avocado, just you know yeah. taken too many photos of avocados it's time to move on to a new vegetable and they're healthier right they are yeah like they're healthy fats like absolutely no you know hate on avocados they're great but it's the fact that they're like the millennial vegetable that's hilarious to me. Nah, yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. And like, I'm I'm starting myself to even eat avocados, so I guess I do fall into that. And I <laughs> since take a ar- photo, post yeah, it on Insta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And since like that, since that articles came out, I've always or not always, but whenever I see avocado, I'm I'm saying hold my avocado. Yeah. And it's just not because yeah, it's I, gonna catch on. It's not because I'm addicted to it. It's yeah. just like I. It's it's a joke every time I say yeah. it. It's this like it stems back to that mm-hmm. article that just like. You gotta be kidding me! In that <laughs> article, like it, it got blown up, rightfully so, because "Hold My Avocado" is not. That's saying, hilarious. Never yeah, will be a it saying. will never. No, it's only gonna be a joke, which it has been for the last year and a half now. So, yeah, the avocado thing is, <laughs> it's funny. It's, yeah. So, uh, Canadian legend Don Cherry. Um, oh, Don. Yeah, <laughs> Donnie boy. What went, did he do this time? Yeah, exactly. He went viral this week, and it was, it's something that I would hope a lot of people. Uh, disagree with Don here and he kind of did go at the younger crowd like the millennials where it's like I'll just play the clip (laughs) see what what happens 
Carolina hurricanes are like, uh, for oh. me, in the military, we have traditions. We have, you know, like the New Zealand All Blacks, you know, the rugby team. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 yeah, yeah. So why are you mad at All right, Carolina? now, listen, let's listen. This is the National Hockey League. Brenda Moore is a good coach. He play. These guys, to me, are jerks. You have to do this in the National. They're still not drawn. This is to me, and I'll tell you one thing, they better not do this in the playoff. What I don't understand is Brenda Moore is a street shooter. He always was. This is a joke. The, you know, the rest of the guys, young men expressing themselves for joy of winning. You don't do this thing in the net. It's professional hockey. Okay. So they're a bunch of jerks, according <laughs> to Don Cherry. Yeah. Uh, so Don, you actually don't know who you're talking about here. Don, this is like the classic old man yells at Kyle. Like he's mm. getting mad at. Like, okay, so the context of this situation is the Carolina Hurricanes, if you haven't seen, all year after they win games at home, they do this like team celebration where they incorporate the fans into it. Yeah. So, like, they'll it's kind of like, cute. They'll like, do like a chant the with the fans and then they'll do their own, like, it's always different too. So, it's really cool. They have all these ideas. And Don Cherry ripped them because they did this baseball one mm-hmm. last week. Like, it's so stupid. And, like, this one, this Don Cherry uh, rant per se on his the hockey night in Canada segment it went viral and guys like a lot of former NHLers or like analysts weighed in because um we have Aaron Ward here who former NHLer he made this tweet which kind of blew up and it said love Don Cherry but for a guy who's made a career of being a showman big opinions on flashy tacky suits to shit on what happens after the Canes win is a joke no corporate platinum seats here big egos so out of touch with this market while drinking his blue Kool-Aid. Mm. Th- yeah. Yeah. Just another example of people not knowing yeah, you this know, what their market is. Like that you're literally like insulting a bunch of guys that are yeah, like you know, who, having they, a fun time. They're not trying to inf- offend anybody. Yeah. It, it's just having fun. It's something that goes viral. Mm. It, in- it, it puts, it includes the fans. Mm. It's something that's really cool. And it's, it's different. It's, it is kind of cringy. Like I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a, I, I don't care that they do it, but I, I, it cringes sometimes. Mm-hmm. It is pretty corny, like the celebrations that they do. Yeah. But Don's, he is so out of touch here. Like it's it's something that they market, and the Carolina Hurricanes have responded into a, they've responded in a funny way. They've actually oh, made, yeah. they've actually recently announced that they're making uh, shirts. Yes. <laughs> about Don Cherry, I got. Oh I gotta my find gosh. The May as well today. profit, right? Like yeah. turn it into an opportunity. For yeah, sure. So, I'm so into that. Yeah, so the Harry, the Hurricanes tweeted yesterday, the jerk store called, we are now taking orders, and it's a shirt that says, bunch of jerks, <laughs> with the Carolina Hurricane, Hurricanes logo. That's great. So if you want to buy that, they're probably going to sell it pretty quick, so I'd go to the Hurricanes Twitter account mm-hmm. to see. And right after this, to the Hurricanes, this is my favorite tweet about this whole situation, is the Hurricanes actually tweeted the the Simpsons uh, news clip where mm-hmm. it's like, old man yells at yeah. cloud. And they said, wait, was he talking about us? And they switched the photo to hockey analyst yells at Selly. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. See, and is, that's, that's, a, that's a millennial response. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's about having fun, Don. Like, it's not yeah. about being a, like it's not about yeah. uh, being offensive to your mm-hmm. opponent or rubbing yeah. like that you won the hockey game to your opponent. Yeah, I think my favorite part though is that they literally turned it into like a money making opportunity. Yeah. That's great. That's so <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and it was probably some millennial. It was yeah. It. I was like guys, like let's set up a page. Let's do it. Let's own it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. we are jerks. Yeah, we'll make money off yeah. of it. And we'll go viral, <laughs> and Don's gonna look like a goof. But yeah, yeah. Don has his uh, he has his uh, egregious takes, and this is definitely one of them. And it, it is super ironic because w- when you think of Don Cherry, you think of like an outspoken 
someone yeah. that's like kind of like not it's kind of like a harmless old guy pretty much yeah <laughs> and I'll, like i'll say that he he definitely craves attention which is yeah, yeah that's, that's okay like he's controversial you, for sure yeah yeah and like if you, that's not a big deal at all like he's obviously do, he's, but yeah let's just let the people have a good time right yeah. and if not they're gonna make money off of you so <laughs> mm-hmm. who screwed up so i think that's a great uh, topic to end off on um, I think we got through a lot of stuff here. Millennials are definitely, um, you know, serial killers in some aspects of things. But I think at the same time, we um, also can't be blamed for everything. And I think we made that point pretty clear that, you know, you got to just keep up with the times as a business. And if you don't, you know, it's it's going to come back and bite you. Yeah. And yeah, there's definitely a, the list goes on here with mm-hmm. everything. It's, it's never mm-hmm. gonna end. So we we actually tackled what like ten topics today. Yeah, yeah. And we disagree with some, we mm-hmm. agree with some, and that's how it's always that's gonna how it's go. Gonna go. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See ya. They quit using fabric softener. They put the fat back in non-fat yogurt. Don't get me started on gym memberships. Millennials are killing the American dreams.